Thank you for joining us at I Am The Manager podcast. All names of companies, people, and locations have been altered or changed to protect the privacy of everyone. All stories are based on true events. This podcast may contain explicit language and stories sensitive to some listeners. We hope that you enjoy the podcast and just remember, I am the manager. Okay, for today's guest, I have one of my really close friends, Belinda, with us. Hey, Belinda, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right, so today we are going to be talking about like a sales job that you had. Yes. So in this job, you were selling like cell phones and cell phone accessories and cell phone plans. Awesome. Call me Hank Hill. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How long did you uh, work there? I was there for about three or four years. Um, What was your like roles and responsibilities when you were there? Um, I started in sales and stayed in sales Um, there at the very end, which we'll probably talk about a little bit later. um, There was an attempt to go to like an assistant manager, um, but we'll talk about upper management later. I know. (laughs) Great. Actually, it is my next question. Oh, great. So um, when you did work there, like how was upper management? Um, At first, it was great. Um, There was uh, the one general manager there who was over all the managers of the store. She was great. Um, My first manager that I had, mind you, there was like five or six different stores, and I worked at most of them. Um, Because they just moved me around all the time. I was basically a floater at all the stores. Gotcha. Um, I didn't have any issues with any of the managers in the stores, but that general manager, she ended up leaving about a year after. And then they brought in some corporate guy, and I don't even remember his name, and he fucked up the the commission schedule and everything. So it was like way harder to get commission from selling stuff. And then they brought in one of the managers and promoted her to general manager and they kicked that guy out and she was like micromanager extreme and it was terrible oh yeah yeah that's never fun all right so um so it started off good and then like by the time that you left it was just yeah it was terrible and yeah i she actually um there was a mall location and i was at the mall Uh, just kind of obviously just hanging out. You can't actually like talk to people that are walking by. They have to come up and talk to you. So I can't just like say, hey, you want to buy a cell phone? Um, So this kid come up and was asking me about one of the phones and I was talking to him about it. He couldn't have been more than 16 or 17 years old. And at the time we had a home phone service and I answer his question and he just kind of walks away because he's on his parents' plan. He doesn't have any authority to do anything. Right, because he's a child. Right. <laughs> and she comes over and goes, well, did you ask him who his home his home phone service provider is? And I was like, he's a child. And she's like, well, you don't know. He could own his own home. I, what? He's 16. I'm pretty sure they can't. <laughs> he probably doesn't even own his own car. <laughs> I just... Yeah, so it was it was just stupid little things like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know all all about that way too much. Okay, so what were some of your what-the-fuck customer moments? Like moments that you just look back on and you're like, I can't believe that happened. What were they thinking? How did I live through that? 
do I talk about the lady that was schizophrenic? Do I talk about the guy? We the want it all. That, we the want people all that it. stole shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we have to start with the lady. Okay, so okay. what happened there? So, um, the story behind her is that she's a schizophrenic that lived downtown, and this was at one of the downtown locations. And um, one of the managers at the time, she had been working there for like 10 plus years. Um, apparently, this lady had gotten hit by a car in front of the store, and um, they didn't have anybody to call. Or like, she didn't have anybody to call. She didn't have a cell phone. She didn't have any way to talk. And she's she's one of those people that just like rambles and is has random like moments of lucidity and so randomly you'll just be she'll just be rambling on about jfk or some shit like that and um and then you'll ask her a question and then she immediately just stops talking and like legit answers your question and then goes on rambling about jfk again like oh wow yeah she was an interesting character you didn't say anything to her when she came in to pay her bill because if you did she would start yelling and it was crazy but she got hit by a car the manager ended up um getting a hold of somebody to be able to set her up on a cell phone plan so she just had a basic phone and she would come in and she would pay for her cell phone bill every month in cash but she had the cash in the bank envelope and she would hand you the envelope and she would not touch the cash and if you, like I said, if you said anything to her, she'd just start screaming and carrying on and you couldn't get her out of the store. And if you asked, tried to give her the cash back, like in her hand and not put it back in the bank envelope, she would start yelling about how, to God about how she didn't touch the cash. I didn't touch the cash. And like, oh, all this wow. <laughs> like, wow. yeah, she was intense. Um, once, one time working with her and I learned exactly how not to handle her um and so after that it was she comes in you don't really have to say anything to her you might say hi or something like that you just do the motions and give her the money back and send her on her way because if you did anything out of the ordinary it would set her off wow <laughs> that is intense how old were you when you worked at that job um mid early to mid 20s so yeah, like so 23, 24. You're pretty fresh into the world of yeah. being an adult. And then you have to you know, yeah. navigate situations like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's was... crazy. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. What's the next one? Um, same location. Uh, had a gentleman who came. I wanted to call him a gentleman because he wasn't really a gentleman. <laughs> but um, I had this guy come in. He owned a, a building supply business in downtown or not downtown, in town. And I don't remember the conversation that was happening because everything that led up to that point was basically a blur. I think I reached my hand out to shake his hand, but or he reached to my hand and grabbed my hand, but basically like grabbed my hand and like kissed the top of my hand hmm. and like slobbered on it a little bit. Yeah, because this is, you know, 1730, right? Yeah, it was kind of gross. And like, it was like long and uncomfortable, I think. But I could have just been in complete shock to where it seemed like it was like 10 seconds, but it seemed like it was. Well, 10 seconds is still way too long. It was probably like two (laughs) seconds. And I thought it was going on for like two minutes. Literally any second is too long when you're getting (laughs) slobbered on by a complete stranger at work. Oh, and he was like older than my dad. It was terrible. Oh, my God. And like, I never wanted him to come back in again. 
Yeah. Um, I You always wonder, like, where people's, like, intentions were. Like, did he mean to come off like such a gentleman? Did he mean to come off like he was... I don't know about this guy. Like, like I said, I just... I was in just a complete shock because nobody has ever... Well, first of all, I don't like being touched to begin with. But to have, like you said, a complete stranger slobber on me, like... Everything is just a blur before and after. I just remember that one moment of of just like, <laughs> so yeah. Well, I mean, a good thing about the pandemic is that nobody is really trying to make advances on anybody in public right now. Oh, because... That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> when was the pandemic when we needed it? No, not then. Not then. <laughs> Otherwise, I would be I would be wishing for a ventilator to get away from that guy. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. No, I've been there. <laughs> you got any other seriously? And the, did all of these locations like be in one city? Were they like? Did you have to travel at all, or were they all? Um, all the locations I was at was in the one city on different sides of town. Um, and then we did have a couple of locations in other towns, but I never worked at those. They mainly just moved me around in the in the gotcha. one town. Gotcha. Did you ever have like people like follow you for like location like? Like if you went to a different location, they would also go to the different location or did you or was it like a different like set of people like every time? Um, I did have one customer that did follow me from one location to the other, but then I ended up moving to a different location like suddenly and I and I did not do well there because you can't move somebody from the east side of town to the middle of town to the west side of town and then back to the east side of town and expect them to get any kind of customer base because right when you go to these locations if they don't there was like a lot of people that would come in and go oh you're not tracy or whoever yeah then they would be like well i don't want to talk to you i'll just come back when she's here yeah, especially it's sort of really hard to do stuff like that, especially when you're working in like a commissionable customer yeah. service sales because you can't build that relationship. Well, and, and then some of these managers were there for like 10 years and basically you couldn't get any sales because or they would have to give you sales because they would hit their they would hit their goals. Yeah. And then half of their team didn't have their sales because the customers only wanted to work with them because they were who they knew. People yeah. are just always comfortable with yeah. what they know. Yeah, no, I totally get that. So do you have any more stories? Um, well, this one's more of me being kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> These are my favorite stories for me. <laughs> so, uh, of course, the town that we're talking about is not the best when it comes to, like, safety. Um, It was voted, like, I think one of the top five worst like cities in the state yeah so and i was working at the downtown location most of the weird shit happened at the downtown <laughs> location <laughs> um but i was working at the downtown location and i was working by myself i think it was like a saturday we worked like it was it was some weird like 10 to 2 or something like that it wasn't like a really long it wasn't like a full day or anything and you typically worked by yourself mm-hmm. and um we didn't want to ruin the it wasn't a good plan but we didn't want to ruin the devices so instead of like putting the little sticky paper to the security tag and then to the phone to secure the phone to the table we put the phone in a case and then secured the case to the security tag now most people wouldn't take the phone out of the case but obviously if you're going to be stealing something you're going to take the phone out of the case because it's a snap case. You just can just snap it right off. Right. 
um, some guy came in and was looking around and I was kind of keeping my eye on him because, you know, you work in high, you, it's basically high end sales because yeah. you're selling seven or $800 devices. And, um, he, he goes to leave and I kind of glance over to where he was and I noticed that the iPad that was on display was gone. Oh. And of course, downtown location, not a safe town to begin with. My dumbass runs outside after him. Some random guy that just stole shit from my store and I run after this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, uh, I go, hey. And he turns around and he's like, what? And I said, you gonna give me my iPad back? And he handed me the iPad back and I walked back into the store. You are lucky that you didn't get stabbed. Stabbed, shot, something. Yeah, literally beaten up, curb stomped. <laughs> and then I get back into the store and this motherfucker stole a phone too and I didn't get the phone back. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh, this dumb bitch. <laughs> I still win. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I, um, when I was working at the mall location, we had somebody do something very similar and I... My fat ass r- tried to run through the mall to catch the guy. <laughs> um, I would have paid to go find security at the mall to get the footage for that. <laughs> paid for it. Yeah, I'm like trying to run through like the mall and he's going down through, I don't even remember, one of them big department stores on the end. And I run by and I'm fucking out of breath. And this lady at the makeup counter goes, uh, did you need that guy? I was like, yeah, he just stole some phones. And she's like, well, I know him. I'm like, can you write down his contact info? We're going to send the cops over there. And she's like, hell yeah, I will. (laughs) (laughs) So she's the real MVP, honestly. She really was that time. I don't know why I keep running after people that steal shit from me. Like, especially in the town that we live in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I used to work at a department store and uh they would always say like loss prevention would always say like you are not allowed to accuse anybody of stealing like you literally cannot be like hey i know you took that yeah give it back yeah they're like you literally have to either you know get security so that they can get them at the door or you just gotta mark let it, it go yeah, let, let it, it go. go um and we were actually in a decent area we were not in the same city but we were we were close to it mm-hmm. but yeah they were like don't ever do that because you never know how they're gonna react you never know how they're gonna i don't think about things like that apparently clearly <laughs> clearly <laughs> all right do you have anything else um i can't think of anything off the top of my head now i worked at now this um where I worked here was one large cell phone carrier, mm-hmm. a reseller for that one. And then I worked for another large cell phone carrier reseller as well. Uh, that was a whole different ball game. That could probably be a whole nother episode all in of itself. Don't tempt me because we'll just have you right back for another one. Okay. So um, do you miss anything about that job? I really do miss my coworkers. It's always the coworkers. Um, coworkers. And there were a couple of customers that I really, that were just really great that yeah. I did see at the locations. Like if I were to leave and then come back, they'd be like, oh, hey, you're back. Yeah. Like, yeah. How's, you know, your kid or whatever. Yeah. It no. was always good. Yeah. Yeah. It's- there was a couple of customers and like mostly the coworkers. 
Yeah, it's always the people. Like, nobody ever stays at those jobs because they enjoy them or because they're making a lot of money. Well, yeah, I definitely didn't make a lot of money, but I also liked working with technology. Like, that was also, like, being able to learn all the new cell phones and, like, teaching people how to use them and basically how these $700 pocket computers can make your life so much better and, you know, them old people that don't realize that and then they do, like... <laughs> That, that aha moment that they get, that that made me feel good. Yeah. yeah so there was a couple that. of little things like that, but not, that didn't outweigh the bad. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. All right. Did you like learn anything that their job that you could like take with you to jobs later? Did you like take away anything? Did you get any like skills or a mindset that like helped you on later? I think this was probably the first place that I worked that I actually felt pride in what I was doing, like I said, ma- mainly because of the being able to teach the customers how to use these things and seeing how happy they were after they got their new phone and everything like that, or if I got them a good deal on something or whatever, like that was probably like the that pride, t- teaching me how to keep um, have pride in my work and what I do, like places I worked before that was just restaurants and just bullshit yeah, stuff like pay the bills get by right yeah right this was like my first like big girl job air quotes right <laughs> <laughs> it got you and uh you know insurance and everything like that and um yeah so i took a lot of pride in that yeah i feel like you you do have like that special place for you know in your heart for that first job that you yeah. like as long as succeeded. nobody's slobbering on me then it's fine <laughs> <laughs> you act like you're not but i know that you're a people person so i know that you probably just soaked that job right up you're mm. like, yes. i mean i think more so the second reseller that i worked at i probably enjoyed my time there a little bit more but my job duties were a little different yeah so the commission structure for the first one was just insane there was percentages there was like fractions and there was a big old chart and it it was just basically impossible to understand and with each new general manager it was worse and worse Mm -hmm. and they were like we're making it easier and then what really uh took the cake was when they cut my pay my hourly pay by two dollars did they like let you know that was coming or they just yeah it? they're like yeah we're gonna have to cut your pay two dollars but we're gonna change the commission structure to make it easier for you to make commission oh no nope, no did not happen nope. no if you i like don't mind like the jobs that are like okay here's like your base pay and you can live off that and then your commission is just kind of like a little bonus for you yeah but if they're trying to change it to where like your base pay is like barely getting you by and right. then your commission is going to be most of your income you need to get out of those jobs honestly like, I they think, are not in your best interest yeah and on and now that i'm thinking about it um because after that i happened to get a um a, an, a call or a text from a friend of mine that we have both worked with <laughs> and that i have worked he's with gonna at, be on the podcast soon <laughs> and i have worked at at three different employers with this guy like why do you guys keep working together i don't i guess i can't really say that because kara and i always work together (laughs) i don't know but he was the manager at that job at the um at the reseller and then at the 
when he tried to be manager Mm, but he'll tell you his story (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we will have him on and we'll we'll gossip all about it all right well i think we've covered about all of our bases here so all right thank you so much for coming this was a really good conversation and i can't wait (laughs) so thanks for having me no problem we'll have to have you on again so we can talk about that other retailer (laughs) yeah there you go all right thanks bye bye Zach, we're done!